Welcome to Broadcast with a capital BR. I'm your host, Gio, and I'm joined by our community member, Space Magic, and that's with a Y. And we thank you for clicking that play button. Hey, Space, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you, Gio? I am fine, man. I am super excited. So one thing uh, that's happened recently is we have this Fat to Fit channel in our Discord, and one of our community members, Tori Victoria, um, she and me about seven weeks ago started uh, couch to 5k and I am now it's an eight week program. I'm on week seven out of eight. And today was my first day running 25 minutes straight since high school. I couldn't even do that. <laughs> it was, it was tough. I've got the way this program structured this week. I've got three 25 minute runs Next week, I'll have a couple 20, 25-minute runs, and then I'll finish with a 30-minute run. And then, of course, the whole program leads you to running your first 5K. And then once I run my first 5K, I'll graduate to the 10K. And then once I graduate from 10K, I'll do half marathon and all that stuff. So it's been really cool having Tori jump in there with me, and she runs, and we'll send our screenshots of our, our little app together. Um and it's really, really cool to have that encouragement. Uh, you know, I went from somebody that weight lifts a lot to somebody now who's running five K's in less than eight weeks. So if you, yeah, if, if you haven't, if you, if you're scared to do it, I weigh 275 pounds for everybody out there. I'm a big dude. Space magic's looking at me. I'm a big guy. And I went from literally not being able to run more than a minute or so without breathing hard to now I can run 25 minutes, no pain, no issues breathing. And I even got diagnosed with arthritis in my knees. So if you're interested in changing your life for the better, definitely join our discord and jump in there. So, and I just want to mention that because that's one thing I'm a hype off right now. I'm super excited about today. I'm super excited that I was able to finally get back into 25 minutes where they're running. And the goal is of course around 45 to an hour straight without stopping. So super excited there. Um, but yeah, that's just things going on in my life. You have anything crazy going on in your life lately? I actually am about to graduate from college. Uh, ah. April, uh, I graduate with my associates in software development. Oh, snap. What's your favorite language? Uh, I like C. C? Okay. I'm about to learn, um, I think I'm about to learn JavaScript. I think. I don't know. JavaScript? Yet. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a good language to learn? Yeah, JavaScript's good. Uh, I just learned HTML a few classes ago, which is like making websites and stuff. That's very, exciting. very, yeah, very complicated. A lot of layers of of coding on top of each other is very, very confusing. But you know, I I'm a I'm actually a, a mapper. I don't know if you've heard that on the podcast before. Yeah, I have. You do topography, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do mapping for electric utility here in town, and. Um, you know, I remember last the last job I had, which was for a bus garage, or not a bus garage, a transportation department for a school system. I was the GIS guy that helped route all that stuff. And the guy came to me and he was like, hey, I need you to create a website today for people. So I learned HTML in less than a day and created a whole website in less than a day. Wow. So it was pretty yeah. cool. It wasn't like fancy. It was, they, they wanted me to create something with like a picture on top that had a school bus with three radio buttons that they could click to get into where they could log into to get their um to get their paycheck at the bus garage. This was going to mm -hmm. be a page they could pull up, and each one of the employees could go print off their pay stub. I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. And so, literally within by the end of the day, I'd written all the HTML out and had it out to them to 
use at the bus garages. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a hard hard language to grasp. Oh yeah, no. What I did was a lot of like, okay, stack exchange. I put this here and this here and this here. Oh, it look, it worked great. So, <laughs> a lot of copying and pasting. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's exact. I'm learning Python now. I just signed up for a Python course coming up next month. And I heard Python's it, really good. Oh man, it's fun. My the the new guy that I hired. That's one of my employees. Well, I guess not new anymore. He's been there for a while. Uh, he he knows Python, and literally, I can ask this dude to do anything, and he will literally have it written in a script by the end of the week or by the end of the day, and it will it just it just amazes me. So I told him one of my goals this year was to learn a language so well congratulations on that man congratulations i guess with that broadcast is an apex legends podcast it is your number one ultimate source of apex related content from news deep dives to community related topics as well as lgs and we also interview some awesome people we hope that you will join us on our quest for knowledge yes space magic is one of the awesome people and mastery as we explore apex legends together with that said, we'd like to welcome all of our first-time listeners. If you'd like to become a part of the broadcast community, please visit our link tree at linktree forward slash br underscore broadcast, where you will find all of our links. Let's go ahead and get into the topic rundown for tonight. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to just have some announcements and quick topics. The second thing is we got some fun questions for Space Magic. We need to learn who Space Magic is. We need to figure out what legend he plays. What's his favorite map? Does he think that one of the worst maps in Apex is is the best? I don't know. I'm about to find out tonight, though. Who knows? <laughs> I could have the worst opinions all in Apex. Who knows, man? I I definitely have some of the worst opinions out there. So we'll be we'll be buddies. Uh, and then the last topic is going to be Season Twelve Defiance Community Survey. This is our survey podcast. You know, we do a normal biweekly podcast where we talk about all kinds of topics, but then in between those topics. In between those podcasts, I mean, we release a podcast strictly dedicated to a survey that we send out biweekly for you, the community, to fill out, and we talk and discuss your answers here on broadcast. It's a way for us to involve the community, and we definitely want to hear from you. So if you haven't filled out one of our surveys, make sure that you join the Discord, uh, follow us on Twitter, or do something. Go to our link tree, and you will find the survey there. So let's go ahead and move into some show announcements and quick topics. The first thing is the Minute Updates interview is out. It's about an hour and a half, hour, 25 minutes long. But, I mean, if you are looking to understand what somebody goes through as they start their journey in YouTube, um, the, the, the reasons they do it, the, the how they do it, um, get, your, get some ideas on tools that you need to use. Um, and those tools could be for thumbnails, those tools could be for how to create videos, your audio. We talk about all of it there in that podcast for you all to use or to, for you all to hear. And let me tell you what, it was all free. Everything he uses to do what he does, everything he's done for him to get 40,000 people. He's only done one giveaway his entire time and every tool he uses is free. So don't think that you can't do this. You can be a content creator you can do great things on YouTube and all you really need is a computer that you probably already have and to download some free tools. Sounds great, right? I think so. So there's so many good editors out there. We talk about every tool he uses. And like he said on the podcast, he has not paid a penny, like never. I think he 
he used DaVinci Resolve and paid for the paid program or either did the free trial, but ever since then he used the free program for his video editing and stuff like that. And then he even said for his, um, and I hate ruining this for people that's going to listen to it, but he even said for, uh, for his mic, like for his recording his uh, audio, he actually uses the default recording program for windows. That's what he uses. He don't use audacity. He don't use all these other things. He just uses that. And that's what he does. So, and his videos are great. He's uh, went from, you know, zero followers and zero subscribers to over 40 K in a year's time. Definitely something worth listening to there with that interview. The next thing is that we are looking for a full-time host to join me and Dr. Shrimpley space here is kind of, this is kind of his like introductory to the podcast space and the possibility of him joining in onto the podcast. Um, but I'm, I'm letting other people try out cause it's only fair. Right. Um, so if you are interested, Make sure you DM me. I've got a couple of DMs. Um, you know, don't be discouraged. Jump on, have fun. And despite if anybody say, you know, say you don't get the spot, even on the on the survey, on the survey podcast, I'm gonna want guests on anyway. It'll always be me and whoever gets brought on, and then we'll bring on a third that will hopefully be a guest and we'll do a community spotlight, promote your Twitch, do all kinds of stuff with that. So, you know, if if you don't get don't get on here as a host. Um, definitely, you know, you can be on the lookout for that. We also have other positions that I'm willing to look at too, as far as like community manager, um, you know, social media person. Um, and I love to have like streamers and on Twitch kind of like brand us and become like a broadcast streamer. I'm kind of building a, build a little apex empire here. And so you can join it and, um, yeah, it's like, it's like Star yeah, that's what I was, I was trying to get there. You did it. Good, good, good. I was getting there. I just couldn't. I couldn't get it out. The only thing I did, like in that moment, was I pictured the guy like laying on the <laughs> ground, like uh, uh. do it, <laughs> do it. So, uh, yeah. So with that, let's go ahead and move into our next thing, which is our dad jokes. Like I said, we're going to be adding dad jokes to the podcast. It makes for great YouTube content and all that good stuff. So I got to add it. I got to add it. So my first question. For you, space is what kind of cell phone does an optometrist use? You might get this. What kind of cell phone? Uh, smartphone. An iPhone. <laughs> yeah. That would make sense. That one made me feel so dumb when I read it because I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh my God. I did not it's, think it's iPhone. A... I have an iPhone. I should have thought that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I literally didn't. My wife was like, what, what phone? I was like, an iPhone. It's so funny. All right. Knock knock, come on! You know what's there. There you go, Julian. Come on, Julian. Who? There you go. There you go. Just Julian. There's no one else with me. So just chilling, I guess. I don't know. That one was weird. I'll get that one. This is a kids book. I will remind you. Okay, how did the flashlight feel when its batteries died? You know, no, it was turned off. Yeah, it was delighted. Oh, okay, delighted. well, if we want to get spicy here, it was turned <laughs> off. <laughs> all right, all right, I see you, bro. What, I see what you're thinking. All right, why are horses so calm under pressure? Because they come from a stable environment. <laughs> I got I got one for you. What's that? Which bear is the most condescending? I, I have no idea. Panda. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Why can't snails play nicely together? Because they always slug each other. 
And then I have one last one here, which is kind of in the geography field. Why do geologists make the best guitarist? Come on. You might get this one. Why? Because they know how to rock. I <laughs> get it. Geologists didn't rock. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Some of these dead jokes, man. That one hurt. <laughs> yeah. The iPhone one killed me, but I hope you all enjoy these dad jokes. These are in here for straight fun. Um, hopefully everybody likes it. I think it's so funny. I, I love the dad it, joke. I made, yeah, I think everybody loves a good dad joke. And, uh, you know, I made the decision to add this whenever me and my kids were reading this book at night. It's called Just Joking Joke Pack 4. They've got tons of different kinds of books out there um, about animals and all that. So if you're looking something to read your kids at night before they go to bed, a joke book is perfect for it. We laugh for like an hour in there at some of these things with me and my kids. So enjoy that while it lasts here on broadcast. So let's go ahead and go into our first topic here. Fun questions for space magic. Man, first off, where did you get the name? Space Magic. So, um, you play Destiny? Yes. Play Destiny 1? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure I did. Who'd you main? Uh, I didn't know you could main, so I guess maybe I'd... Uh, I mean, you know, I like, played did Destiny Did you Hunter, one? Warlock, or Titan? Hunter, Warlock. I did Warlock, because I was always about the magic. Yeah, Warlock. Uh, so, the Void Bomb class, if you landed a triple kill with a Void Bomb, it was called the Space Magic. That was the, like, the, the kill streak. Uh-huh. So, so uh, that's, that's where, where I originally it? took the name from. But okay, the, uh, so you're a Destiny One player. Yeah, okay. that's that's my roots. The Halo Destiny when I when I came into gaming. Um, but oh. yeah, the Space Magic name was taken the original one, uh, so I had to misspell it. Of course, it's not even it's it'd be pronounced Spacey Magic. Uh, Spacey if you actually magic. if you were to actually pronounce it correctly, but. I, I even messaged. I messaged the person with the original gamer tag and offered them $50, and they said no. <laughs> wow. That, yeah, that was sad. <laughs> that sucks, man. Um, but I guess other questions while we go here. So we've got this broken down into two different things. Fun questions about his life, and then fun questions about Apex Legends and gaming in general. So the first thing we have here is, what do you do in your spare time, or like, what is a hobby that you have other than gaming and school and all that kind of stuff do you have any other hobbies that you do i collect pokemon cards there you go so what's your favorite pokemon my favorite pokemon is probably umbreon umbreon okay so you like it's now that's um oh my gosh it's an eevee evolution right eevee yeah, dark eevee dark, dark type yeah. yeah i used to love vaporeon i was a huge vaporeon fan i was huge water at one point if it i wanted the water my whole like team to be water and my favorite Pokemon. And I get it every game, no matter what is Gyarados. Gyarados, Gyarados. kind of like, yeah, he's I feel really like cool. I am Gyarados. I am Gyarados. <laughs> and then <laughs> I like Charizard. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Pokemon. Uh, so, I, so what, uh, what Poke? have you ever played Pokemon games then? Of course. Uh, yeah, I actually, I do have a switch. I play, um, Pokemon sword. And I have the new remakes for Pokemon Pearl and Diamond that just came out. I have yet to get the new RCS game, but yeah, I, just, I play a lot of the Pokemon games. I've actually completed one of like I've completed one game of every every generation of Pokemon. I've made sure to do it throughout my my yeah my years of gaming. Yeah, I've done the same thing except for I think I missed the first Diamond and Pearl because it was I you think mi- it used you to be called like Diamond Shining. and Pearl, like the first the one, yeah. Wasn't it Shining 
Shining Pearl or something like that back those then? Are the, those are the, no, that's the remakes. Those are the ones that just came out. Okay, well, then I beat... Now, I beat this diamond that just came out. I actually bought a Switch. I'm one of those jerks that buy something from Best Buy and then make sure... And then figure out I don't like it, and then I turn it back. So I bought a Switch. I bought Pokemon, the diamond one. Um, I beat it in 25 hours. Yeah, that's because, a very quick one. Yeah, sat down, and then... Um, I was like, man, I don't get a rush because Apex sucks on the Switch. Like oh, it sucks. I, so, uh, I, le- I le- so my girlfriend likes to game with me sometimes, so I lent her my Switch to play. Uh, and uh, that was around when Apex came out for the Switch, and I let her play it. And it's thirty frames a second. It's for someone just coming into gaming. It, it is a big handicap. Mm, yeah, my my kid loves playing Apex on his Switch, and I'm like. I don't know how, but he's never experienced it on the PC. So yeah, he has yeah. no idea, but it is absolutely dog crap. Like it's mm-hmm. horrible on switch. Yeah, I couldn't handle it when I tried playing it. So that's all of our fun questions about life. So let's get into apex legends. What we're here to talk about first off before we get into apex legends. So you, you said you played Pokemon. So we got a little bit of your early history. Cause I'm sure if you played through every generation, then you started out young playing Pokemon. Cause I'm sure we're probably close to about the same age here um give us your gaming history up until you started playing apex legends and kind of why did you start playing apex legends uh it started with halo halo was my first introduction my friend had an xbox 360 and i was jealous you know he had reach i wanted to play reach i begged my mom to get me one for christmas got me one and uh eventually got to play halo reach and halo i love bungie as a company so when i heard they were getting kicked off of Halo, I moved to Destiny when Destiny came out. But then I eventually got tired of Destiny's mo- uh, money. Like, they, they really wanted your money. You know? Oh, you're not it lying. It really seemed like it. Like, I spent $60 on, on the game and then $40 on the Battle Pass or no, on, on the, the DLC pass or whatever. And then they gave all that away for free later on. I was like... Mm. Uh, and then I moved on to uh, Fortnite because one of my buddies got me into it oh man yeah it was it was early fortnite it was season one like pre-season fortnite so i played season i played season zero fortnite all the way to season seven when the ballers came out and i just could Mm -hmm. not handle the ballers i I heard (laughs) a new game a new battle royale game was coming out called apex legends uh it was actually like they didn't even hint at the game they just kind of dropped it right like they just said two days before Mm mm-hmm uh, I heard about the game. I was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of tired of Fortnite. This is this way too many kids here. I can't handle this. So I, I uh, hopped on Apex the second day it came out. And uh, to be honest, it, I, I hopped on and I literally, my first post on Instagram about Apex is a- Apex, my new shit. Uh, I really like the, the, the shooting and the movement. Uh, I can't handle movement on other games. I tried getting into COD, but I feel like I'm a slug. <laughs> I feel like I'm a slug. And I'm a super soldier. I can't even climb up a rock. I can't. I should be able to climb uh, up a rock at least. <laughs> You're not lying, man. Uh, Apex is a monster. Like as far as other BRs go, the movement is crazy. The ping system is the best one out there. The guns, the variety of guns is great. The legend abilities. I mean, it's all here. It's another one of my things uh, is that every gun in Apex is a viable gun. In uh, like games like Call of Duty, or most other shooters, there's a meta 
Like you have to, you have to use the kilo or you have to use the, the AK or you have to use this gun and you can't just use what you want, you know, but Apex, yeah, no. I can pick up any single gun on the map and, and perform good with it. Yeah. Variety is here in Apex. So what exactly keeps you interested in playing in Apex? Uh, you know, is it, is it the variety of characters, variety of guns, or is it the changes they bring the constant, um, you know, content they put out? What really keeps you interested in playing? I think, I mean, I've had a few times where I've stopped playing. Like, uh, I've mostly just played Apex for the, for the past three years, gonna be honest. Uh, there are times where I stopped during season three or four. I think uh, I wasn't really happy with Crypto, and I really didn't like World's Edge. I hated World's Edge when it came out. I don't know why. I understand that. What keeps me going is uh, probably just... In my head, I know I can be better at the game. I know I can hit 4K. I know I can hit that 20 bomb da- that that 20 bomb badge. I know I can hit Masters Predator. You know, I I know I'm better than what I was before. So a lot of it's like, let me get this next rank. Let me let me hit. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, the rank system is really what keeps me in Apex. If there was no rank system in Apex, I wouldn't stay here. I would have yeah, stayed 100%. in uh, Overwatch. The rank system here is just amazing. Now, I'm not saying that all the changes they make are amazing because they have made a lot of changes and adjustments to the RP system that some agree with and some don't agree with. I I personally like this season's one. We'll talk about this more, actually, when we get into the survey, but I like the seasons. But moving on from being interested, uh, give us your favorite legend. And if you could have one character's abilities in real life, what character and what ability it would be and why? My favorite legend's probably got to be Pathfinder. Uh, he's Pathy. a silly, goofy guy, you know. <laughs> goofy mood all the time. I like it. He's always got those quick quick one-liners and he's saying random stuff. And uh, he, he was, uh, you saw me, we were playing earlier. I was playing Lifeline, but I mostly play Lifeline for ranked only. Pathfinder's my main. I have like 9,000 on him. Nice. That's a, that, Pathfinder was my main for the first three seasons, and then I switched to Revenant, and I haven't really looked back. But I have played a couple few characters. Lifeline is one that I've never really played. I think that she can be used in any game mode, any any type of Apex play, and I think that she is a viable character no matter what because of her healing that makes her viable. But she's just not one I've really picked up and played. So it's really cool to have a Lifeline player on here. Got uh, tired of uh, back when Lifeline was good. I got tired of bad Lifelines, so that's why I picked up Lifeline. Then they nerfed her to hell, and I uh, ended up I ended up getting heirloom shards, and I had three thousand kills on Pathfinder and three thousand kills on Lifeline, and I was like, I want those boxing gloves, you know? Mm-hmm. Give me those boxing gloves. So I picked up Pathfinder's boxing gloves, and then I've been stuck on Path for a while. And so, what character would you? like to be like in real life what ability would you have and why pathfinder is, is pretty good i feel like being spider-man like you know yeah. i can pull myself wherever i want um what would be another good one i feel like wraith would be another good one i can just get out of if i'm in an mm-hmm. awkward situation just be like <laughs> i'm out <laughs> you know the one 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 that i've never heard anybody say and I'm very curious on why. Uh, I mean, I guess not many people think like this, but Revenant's totem being able to do something 
that you know will kill you, but then knowing that you're gonna live. So like, say I wanted to totem, yeah, totem would be crazy. It uh, would when, be I, when, like... I said, when you said ability, I, I was mostly thinking of their tacticals because I feel like an OP would be uh, or, uh, or an ultimate would be too OP in real life. But yeah, no, I like that would be so cool. Like, I, I'm not saying like I want to try death, but like I've always wanted to like skydive with nope shoot. Yeah, and on yeah, Revenant, yeah. I would just set the totem in the I would set the totem in the heli or, I mean, or the, the prize literally throw a black hole. Yeah, like that would be so. Like, what? Where could you use that? Like, that would be so <laughs> cool. Just destroy Walmart. Yeah, because a lot of times when I ask that question, people think of like practical things, like being able to zip line or uh, time travel or phasing. No one ever really thinks about like the very dark ones that you could like do some crazy stuff with. Like, I don't know. Like, you could do so much crazy stuff with like you know Horizons old or or Revenants old. I mean. Yeah, super cool there. Well, you know, that's I, I I agree with you. I think having the ability to be like Spider-Man flying around, um, it's definitely a that's the ultimate goal of a human is to fly. Yeah, it is I feel like it is. It's in like well, I mean, yeah, it's definitely definitely one of our ultimate goals as humans is to get in the air and move quicker and make make it to places faster. We're always we're always, always about time. And, and everything like that. It's always about doing what you doing the most you can, in the little time that you have and something like that would definitely do it. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and move into the survey. Now that we know quite a bit about space, now we're going to get to hear him talk a little bit about apex. So what we're going to do here in this section, the survey was called season 12 defiance. Um, and we called it the community survey and we're going to go through the questions and who and what what was answered, uh, like the majority answered this or that. Um, and then, of course, I'll be asking uh, Space here for his opinion on this as well, because he I'm sure he was probably one of the ones that filled out the survey. So the first question we had as you open up the survey was, should Apex players be concerned that John Larson and Josh Medina said that they wouldn't shadow nerf loot in Fragment? after it already had ha- had been nerfed in an update, but not called out, which is shadow nerfing. So the reality behind this is shadow nerfing is something where if uh, the developers will change something about the game and you won't know about it, they won't tell anybody about it, they won't put it in any update. Um, we do know that this occurs, right? We know this occurs because they said that they sometimes nerf and buff the rank system and the and and they do that through matchmaking. We know that they said came out and said that. So we do know that some shadow nerfing and buffing is going on in the background. But in particular, they said that they wouldn't nerf the fragment, the looted fragments, which is fragment east, fragment west. But in reality, they had already nerfed it. So in a way, they lied uh, about it. So the question here is: Should we be concerned? And the majority said, yes, it shows internal miscommunication for one of the game's core features. I actually didn't know about this happening. No, man. Yeah, they definitely did. How do you feel about uh, shadow nerfing? Do you think that that's something that should be done? Or do you think that the community should always know that a nerf or buff occurs? I I think it is disingenuous for them to not tell us. um, Why would they release patch notes? in the first place if they weren't going to tell us things are going to change you know 
And that's exactly what most of the community said. The second uh, uh, best opinion here was people said, I don't know. I don't feel like there's enough info here for an opinion. I, I, I don't know. I think there's enough there info pictures here. I of think, a tweet, tweets on this question. Yeah. And I think we could have provided that in the survey itself. Um, but I, I mean, just think of shadow nerfing in general. The question here is, should it happen? Should it have happened the way it did? Uh, but in reality, the whole question here is asking like, should shadow nerfing even be something that occurs? And I think that this is, I don't really agree with shadow nerfing. I think that they should let us know. Now I think like certain small quality of life changes. I think that it's okay. Like you don't need to tell me that you, you, you made the sky brighter. Well, I guess that you might want to tell me that because they did tell us that when they did King's Canyon, you might not want to tell me you added a box in a little town in the middle of a map. I don't really care about that. But if, if you're going to nerf loot in an area that half the lobby drops on whenever they're dropping into world's edge, that needs to be said. And yeah, 100% and, that's a yeah. fan favorite area. Exactly, man. So I don't know. Let us know how you feel about shadow nerfing in the discord. I would love to have more of a conversation on this. And honestly, I just, I would love to hear from developers. What is, what's the reason behind shadow nerfing anything? Like what, what's their thought process there? So hopefully we'll have a developer on soon that can tell us that. Uh, but, but that's how the, the, the community answered this question. So the next section that we had was control mode itself. So the first question was, did you find in match weapon and armor upgrade system to be effective? Did you find the in match weapon and armor upgrade uh, system be effective? So, you know, what we're talking about here is the ability to change your weapons and then also, uh, the ability for your weapons to be upgraded. Um, so from blue tier to purple tier, your armor to go from blue tier to purple tier. Um, and the, the majority here, the large majority here said that it's, it's great as it is. It's awesome. And it's effective. How did you feel about control mode? Do you like that? You have to heal yourself with meds, but your shield charges. Do you think that's fair? Or do you think it should all just been kind of like a, a slow heal rather than it, if you having to use meds, I, I think I mean, it, it's it's not a huge deal how it is right now, but I think it would be nice for, like, just a full regen from health to shield instead of it just being shield. Um, yeah. I don't think I, it would make I, a I huge difference. I mean... I don't know. It's still, like... So, like, what I think... What I like about it is if I just had regenerating health and shield, I probably wouldn't take cover as much, but knowing that I have to heal my health makes me take cover and think about taking cover more. Um, And then the match, as far as weapon upgrades, uh, I don't, I don't really see, like I never really feel a true upgrade. Yeah. I never notice them. I don't know. I don't feel like I live long enough. (laughs) No offense. That's me. Probably. Um, There's people out there. I I feel you. A lot of this stuff that people talk about in this mode, like I didn't even notice like the whole, how the old thing works and how you get your all every time you tear up or whatever. And a lot, a lot of the UI and stuff isn't explained before you get in. You just kind of hop in and it's just like all there in front of you and it's all changed. And yeah, their website really missed quite a bit. Like they, they made a good website about it when they first dropped it, but it, it missed quite a bit about the mode. 
So the next question is, should unlimited ammo be removed from weapons? Red guns and care packages already have ammo limits. And everyone said, pretty much everyone said, no, it's good as is, good design. I agree. I don't think that you should get rid of the unlimited ammo. It is the the whole mode itself is structured so that it's running gun. If you need to take a point, you don't have to you don't have to worry about anything other than dying because your shield regens. The only thing you really have to worry about is a med kit if you need it. But I don't think you should have to worry about do I have enough ammo here because then you might run out of ammo and not even be able to fight. And so then you're just going to have to die. What this does now, it allows people to get a larger amount of kills because they don't have to worry about so many things because, and that's what ammo is one of them. So do you think, what do you think? Do you think it should be removed or do you like how it is? Uh, I definitely think it's fine. Uh, having to stop to find ammo in the middle of a match would be very uh, angering. I feel like, uh, I feel like I wouldn't yeah. want to do that. I'd rather just run and die and respawn with ammo. <laughs> yeah, you're man. It's I. I don't. I just think that the the best thing about this mode right now is that it's a carefree mode. You yeah, drop in. Exactly. You don't have to worry about ammo. You don't have to worry about looting. And sometimes, most of the time, you don't have to worry about being crabbed or being uh you know shot with a vault because even those care packages are kind of far off. Uh, you know, you kind of have to go out of your way to get them. Definitely think Lifeline is slept on in this game mode. I, I, you can't really res her. You can't really res, of course, but her care package drops a purple shield. Yeah, so I, feel, I heard I that. I feel like that 25 uh, extra health might be a, a, a huge a huge thing in the game, especially when you have regenerating shields. Yeah, and, and then, you know, of course, since the only thing you have to heal up with anything is your is your your health, her drone. Yeah, you got a drone, exactly. A yeah. You don't need and people play together all the time. You know, I think of B at Olympus in labs, like they always get bunched up in that little room where the doors come into the side. And if you just drop the drone in the middle of that area, people are constantly going back and forth. They would get healed every so often. It'd be a great, great thing. No. Yeah. Lifeline sounds great on that mode. So the next question was, are grenades a problem in control? Since you are required to go to a known and limited location, everyone said no, pretty much. We had a few no because of Watsons. <laughs> uh, where where do you go to get grenades? I don't even know. I don't know either. Uh, I read this question. I was a little perplexed. I know you spawn with one, but maybe you get them off care packages. I guess so. I have no idea, to be honest with you. So if you know the answer to this, like where you go, I know Crazy does because he's the one that wrote the wrote the survey. But if you know... Um, where you can go. I mean, I, that might be why people said no, because I have no clue. So the next one is, are any weapons too overpowered for control mode? And the majority again said, no, uh, you know, I, I put yes on this when I answered the survey, because I still think like the rampage feels pretty, pretty crazy on there. Any shotguns because of the close quarters, but you know, are they overpowered? Probably not. It's more or less like the situations I get put in make them stronger. So I don't really think the gun themselves are OP. I just think that you're constantly putting yourself into close combat if you play like me. So some guns feel more overpowered than others. How do you feel about that? Do you think there's any overpowered weapons or it's it's just um, what it is? 
So the only care package weapon, you can get all care package weapons like the Spitfire, the Kraber, because I've only seen the Kraber in the vault and the care packages. I don't, I don't think there are any overpowered weapons. Uh, the Rampage is always going to be an overpowered weapon, I feel like, in any, <laughs> yeah. any situation. At 26 damage a tick is kind of, is a large, and, and LMGs, like, they took out the Spitfire and they added them to the Rampage, it's just, just another OP, another OP LMG, you know, it's, I feel like there's always going to be one. Yeah, yeah, no, I, there's always going to be overpowered weapons. I just, I, you know, and I, you know, whenever he asked this question in the survey, I thought like it was hard. It's hard to, to, to pick from BR and control, which one would be a more overpowered, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really know if there are too many overpowered weapons. I just think that there's weapons that are stronger based upon how you play the mode, which yeah. that could be anything, right? The rampage class you can pick from. Yeah. I haven't picked that one. I've only picked the flat. I mostly picked the flat line. Yeah, no, there's there's a bunch of rampage. Rampage is in there quite a bit, it's, and it always I think comes with a two time sight, which yeah. is a very big positive there. Like you don't have to worry about anything. You can just on any of those maps you can use. I feel like you shouldn't be able to get the purple mag on it. No, well, yeah, I mean, and and we'll see. Like I'm curious on, like, are they going to keep the same system they have? I think the system they have works. I think it's getting people to use more um, guns than they you know, different guns than they would in the past. I think that it's, it's allowing people to use characters they've never used in the past. So overall such, such a great mode. So the next question is, if so, what weapons are too powerful in control mode and how would you make them reasonable? So I'm going to read off some things here. I think care package weapons should be removed, but I don't think it's a problem, just a personal problem. (laughs) So uh, you're, your vote don't count since it's personal. I don't think there's any problem with them being in there. Everything seems fine as far as gun balance and skills go. That's that, that was what you said. Uh, nerf the rampage. That was actually me. Um, Devo removed turbo and havoc for same reason. I can agree with that. I can agree with removing the, the, the Devo and the, the havoc with the turbo on it. Oh yeah, you can get that like every yeah, game. That, sh- that shouldn't be. No, no, that shouldn't be. And then somebody else lastly just said, I don't see a problem with it. That was me. Oh, that's you. So, you know, I, I can, now I can agree with this Devo with no turbo, uh, this habit with no turbo. I can agree with that. There's really no other gun in the game that I think other that the only other gun that matches the Devo and turbo is a character's ult, which is rampages or ramp ramparts ult. Um, and her ult in this mode it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, just oh, had, I've I've just been in that room, center of Olympus, uh, and she just walks in, just just yeah. spraying everyone in the room. <laughs> You're not lying, man. She is she is crazy. Um, so the next question is about tiers. So do you keep track of the team tier rankings during a match and where you stand? This is pretty much cut in half at yes and no. Um, I I personally enjoy seeing where I stack up, but I usually get kind of like, if I look at it, I get kind of discouraged, but it always amazes me though. Whenever the entire team, like you can know you're losing just by looking at the tier rankings, because if you see the amount of kills your team has versus the other team and you look at your tier leader and versus their tier leader, you see the weak links. Like you are, you easily see who's the problem and why you're not winning. And most of the time I'm that problem. So <laughs> it makes me feel like crap. So uh, 
Um, and then someone said, do you want more, or the other question was, do you want more visibility of the team tier rank during a match? And the, the majority said, yes, I don't really know how you would do that. Um, I, I don't really know. The next one is, have you found it worth trying to go for care package weapons? And the majority said, yes. How do you feel about that? Do you think the care package weapons are better than unlimited regular weapons or what do you feel about that? I, I, I haven't really gone. I, I've gone for the care packages like twice. Uh, I, I found a Kraber one time. I definitely don't recommend picking up the Kraber in this game mode. It's not a very useful weapon other than just for picking people off in the back. But most of the time, those people in the back aren't really doing anything in the first place. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't think it's very much worth it other than it's for other than it, if it's a vault or like a Spitfire or something. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, man. I don't really, I never really look for them. The only time I look for them is if I plan on going for Kraber shots, like on Olympus at the top of the waterfall, or if we have B on barometer and I want to get in the tower and hold, I'll get a Kraber so I can hold there. Um, and then at Olympus, the only reason I'm getting the waterfall area is so that I can keep people from getting in the building. I've been spawn camped with the vault. I had this, I was playing this one match and I, I it was like a cool down game. So I wasn't really playing too hard. You know, I, it was after a few ranked matches and uh, we were getting slapped by this team. And uh, there was a, there was an octane with a vault just sitting on, on our side. And he was just constantly just killing us over and over again with the vault. It was kind of crazy how, how fast that thing kills with blue shields. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The damage Increasing the damage on that thing made that thing nutty. Let's go ahead and move down to, uh, do you feel the match time is good? What do you think? I think that personally before, I guess before I, before you answer, I think that the match time being governed by the players being taking more bases and getting lockout is a great, I don't feel like there's, any issue with match time at all. I think that it, you know, it's a, it's a system built off this team reaches this amount of points and I've never, ever seen match time run out. I've never had a super, super long match. Um, I don't want a super, super long match. If the maps were bigger, I'd be okay with a longer match. And if the maps had like, you know, cars and stuff that could shoot and stuff, I'd be cool with it. But Overall, I think the match time is great. I mean, like I was telling you before the show, the quickest match we ever had was three minutes, 19 seconds. The second quickest was four minutes and 20 something seconds. And the longest match I've ever had is like 12 minutes. So I've had much longer BR matches than I've ever had on control. The The match time is pretty good. I, I like the fact that if you start locking them out, it, it ends the game pretty quick. Um, I would be frustrated if it would take the full time, you know. Um, but I think they did a really good job on the timing and everything. I don't see I don't see anything they could fix with that. I, I agree with you, man. I think I think it's really great. The next questions are about the lockout. So have you been in a lockout match? Basically, lockout is where your enemy or you captures all of the points and a countdown for two minutes starts. And the majority of people said that they've been in more where their team got lockout, then the enemy team got lockout. I guess we have a bunch of fraggers out there in the Discord. And they also said that they don't believe that the timer is too short. That's a good amount of time. I think I think the lockout thing in this game, the lockout mode or whatever you want to call it, 
is one of the best things I've ever seen in a control mode. I really enjoy the fact that if you're getting completely skunked, then all you have to wait is two minutes. Like, and, and another thing I like about it too, is this mode has a problem already where people leave the mode. So if you jump into a game where the other team has nine people, your team has four, they just push the for lockout within like a minute or two. The game's going to end really quick. You don't have to worry about leaving. You can still jump in, try to get warmed up and all that. Um, of course, there's no penalties for leaving, but in, in me and Space actually talked about that before. I I personally think, and I think Space agrees with me, um, you know, I don't, I don't really, you know, I know it's a, uh, you know, it's a pub pub mode, I guess it's not really ranking mode, but I, I think we both agree that you shouldn't be able to leave a game. What's your thoughts on that in general there space? Um, should players be able to leave? You should get a, you should get three times and on your second time you get a warning and then on your third time you get a five minute ban fourth time, 10 minute. Oh, so you, and you think it should keep going? I guess. Is there ever a point where you're like, okay, that's enough. You shouldn't be playing Apex at all on this account. What do you mean? Like after quitting a match matches? Yeah. Like, wait, yeah, like a bunch, like if there, is there like a amount of matches that you would say is like, okay, this is stop. This, your account's done. You need to be banned or you need to be suspended um, for a period of time. Because you don't even get, you don't even get penaltied if you quit. You don't even get like a death on your account. I'm pretty sure. Right. If you quit a public mm-hmm. match. Yeah, no, you should at least get, a death towards quitting you know um i don't think your account should ever be banned for just quitting i think you should just be time penalized um time penal- a, okay. an account shouldn't be banned for anything but cheating really or hacking yeah no it makes sense yeah i don't i mean i don't really know how i feel about it yet i mean i I've, of course i don't want anybody to leave ever because it just makes for a horrible match you should get forgiveness if your timer is run out and that's it. If you're if you're able to be picked up, then yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you get the penalty. But if your time runs out and you're in a public match, I feel like you should be fine to quit. Yeah, that's and that's perfectly fine. There's no way for you to get back. But if you can come back, you know, of course, ranked is the most detrimental mode. That if you lose somebody, it is. I mean, you get lost forgiveness, but it's still detrimental because people actually care about fighting you and all kinds of stuff. And even having a bad teammate on a on a ranked team is. is Mm-hmm. life and death you know they're a body you're not wrong at all there i mean it's it's definitely something else so let's go ahead and move out of our control questions here we did have a couple other questions but if you would like to see the responses i will make sure to put that in the description so you can go and check those out the next questions was about maggie so does maggie's passive ability speed boost with a shotgun seem like a good idea and a lot of people said yes. Almost everybody said yes about that. I don't, there's really not much more to talk about that. I think it does. I mean, it, it's a good thing for her. She's somebody who likes to be aggressive, somebody that likes to, you know, destroy stuff. And to have an ability where she shows her aggression as a character and is able to display that with her gunplay, it's it's great. What do you think? Uh, I think... Honestly, I feel like Maggie could have been a more thought out character with her passives and abilities. Um, I like what the would shotgun. You have done differently? Uh, I would probably stray away from the speed boost since um, Bangalore has it. Um, I'm not exactly sure on ideas specifically. I like the whole like shotgun boot thing she had before. Like that was a leaked uh, idea for her, where she, her like 
uh she could instantly Shotgun kick down kick, a door yeah, yeah she could uh, instantly kick down a door i, I kind of like that one better than the whole speed boost because every time I don't, I don't know every time i run into a maggie and i see her with her shotgun aimed on sight she's always moving too fast and she misses her uh-huh. pk shots on me and i just turn and sh- spray her with my with whatever spray i have uh, to be honest uh, i don't even think a shotgun in general is a, a good gun to pick up unless you're like a gibby yeah, no, I, I don't. I, well, I like shotguns a lot, so I'm a little bit different on my opinion there, but that's okay. It's okay. Some people can be wrong, Space. It's okay. Guests can be wrong, too, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like the Eva 8. Eva 8 is one of my favorite shotties. See, I'm opposite. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a massive person. I'm a huge massive person, and I just, I just love how it feels. I, it has nothing to do with, like, it's the best shotgun in the game. It's just I, I enjoy how it feels. The Eva 8, I, I cannot control like at all like i i can't hit my shots with it i don't get lucky i know the spreads easy. i know it should be easier than the massive but massive i like there's something that happens to my hand yeah when i have a massive it's it's those sites i swear it's the how the the, the dots show up on your screen like the alternator just like the i like the alternator uh thing it just makes it so easy to put it over someone the crosshair that's the word so does maggie's passive scan feel oppressive and the well, it's kind of half and half, but it was yes, it, d- it shouldn't be for her whole team, or no, it's fine. So I'm I'm against the scan. I'm completely against the scan. I think it's stupid. I think she shouldn't have had it. I don't think it's worth it. I mean, of of course it's worth it. Of course it's worth it. I I think I've I nailed this in the coffin last time we talked. I talked about Maggie. Um, I just think the scan was unnecessary. Kind of like. You said about the speed boost. Speed boost unnecessary because uh, Bangalore's got it. Well, I think that the Maggie scan is just like, let's just give a person scan ability. We'll just do it. Why not? Like, that's kind of what I felt like happened when they talked about yeah, it. Abilities. doesn't fit with her kit whatsoever. Not at, No lore. There's, not, there's nothing and, and about the, Maggie. It's the scan when she hits you with the, the, the wall drill, right? Yeah, well, scan. if you even do damage, you see a scan. You can shoot somebody and in a scan occurs for okay, your whole so team. Well, all damage that is done, but how long is the scan for? I, I I believe it's like two to three seconds. It's not very long, but it's long enough for you to be able to see what direction a player will be moving out of cover. I haven't felt oppressed by it whatsoever, and I honestly haven't even noticed it as, as an oppressive thing. I don't. I I guess it's not really that oppressive. But the just the fact that they felt like I don't know feels like more of ability for something like sniper. It would make sense for like a character like if she was like a instead of like a, being a shotgun close quarters character, she was like a sniper character with long range or whatever, and she like hits a shot and it scans them for like you know five seconds. That would make more sense. But like I'm waiting for a sniper character. I'm waiting for a sniper character. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, the next one is does Maggie's tactile have a lot of utility? Um, I don't even see what people actually put. No, it doesn't really work in many offensive pushes. What does what? Who put that? Who put no? Oh my. Okay. Community. We need to have come to Jesus moment here. The riot drill is the best thing in her kit. And it is got a lot of utility. You can see people with damage. You can cause people to get out of 
out of uh, cover. You can use it for Gibby ults. You can break caustic traps. You can break rampart fences. I mean, I could keep going. I have 10 fingers here, or I can just keep putting fingers down. I have plenty of that. And, and my question is, if you put no, do you watch pro streamers? Like they've even talked about like how this thing in the end circle changes the game, like completely changes the game. What what do you think about her right drill? Do you think it's the best thing in her kit? Do you, what do you think? Um, it definitely is the best thing in her kit. Um, there we go. There it we go. it destroys it destroys the Gibby bubble completely at the end game. Um, but I I honestly don't think she's gonna get a lot of play to the point where she is gonna be very like big in ranked play. I mean, she might. I gotta wait for the next uh, ALGS come up witness it oh, maybe yeah. some some people will give it a try but I, I don't feel like she's going to be a meta like like how valk was when she came into the game or other characters yeah, that, yeah. that took that swept in and took the meta you know yeah no i, I definitely i i don't know where she's gonna be at yet uh we'll see we'll see i mean if if people run gibby she could see make her way in as a third like it'll be valk gibby and uh maggie um, probably. I feel like that would be the only reason you'd play her, though, is to counter a Gibby. And Gibby, you play Gibby, and he's he's got a million ways, he's got a million reasons why you'd play Gibby, you know? He's got the arm shield, mm-hmm. he's got his passive, he's got his bubble, he's got his ultimate, whereas you'd only play Maggie to counter Gibby. Well, and you would play Maggie if you paired her with a Crypto so that you could have the flying, fiery thingy of death. Have you seen that yet where they stick the Maggie Wright drill onto not. the drone? That sounds oh, it's crazy. So cool. <laughs> so cool. You just run around and start lasering people. Uh and they stick it on the drone and flew it at people and it like burnt them and stuff. <laughs> super, super crazy there. So the next character we're gonna talk about, um, probably the last character. We did have some questions about caustic, so make sure you check out the responses for that. Does crypto's buff make him feel noticeable, no noticeably different to play? Yes. Yes, it does. I, and the fact that people said need to play him longer or no, I don't know if you answered that, but like, I need to play him longer. I answered need to play him. That makes sense. So I guess I'm okay with that because if someone doesn't play him, but as geo, someone who does put time into crypto and loves crypto's kit, like he can now, be aggressive oh i've definitely seen some like definitely a lot uh, i play a lot of ranked i'm more of a ranked player than i am a casual player um i've definitely seen a lot more cryptos coming in and just absolutely mm-hmm. messing my day up you know just popping their alts and throwing their drones down just to keep an angle or it's just oppress me so much it's it's been rather annoying i didn't i would never think crypto would be this oppressive he is man he's He's amazing. And, you know, the next question was, do you think Crypto's auto drone distance is too short? Yes. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. He should not be able to throw it and get caught in his ult. That is my only quarrel with it. I don't care if you're on the edge of the ult, but I don't think you should be caught in your ult. How do you feel? Throw an idea in here. What if they made it so wherever Crypto pinged is where his drone would go? Oh, my gosh. That'd be... But he could go halfway across the map, depending on how far you could ping. It has like maybe like a fifty meter radius on the ping, you know. But yeah, wherever he pings is wherever the drone just starts flying towards. It goes in one direction. If it gets caught on a box, then it gets caught on a box. There's it, that's just it. But I feel like that alone should should help it. 
You could throw your crypto drone out and push with it, pop your ult, and then start a fight. That would give you more directional, uh, you know, control of where your drone goes. Whereas right now, if I'm sliding down a hill about to engage in a fight, and I release my drone. It kind of just does a straight line path of which way I'm looking, but I don't really yeah. get to say where it ends up. So, I mean, that wouldn't be a that really wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, I just my only quarrel with it is the fact that you get hit by your ult. Like the whole point of it for me would I throw out my drone if I really quick. Now, I throw out my drone really quick when I'm pushing teams or things like that. But if I'm wanting to use his ult, I want to be able to throw my drone out and not worry about getting hit. I don't want to have to really move. Um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So if so, if you answered yes, do you think it's uh, too short? What can be done to make his drone feel better to use? And just people said, make it go further. That's basically it. Everybody else said, uh, you know, make it auto follow when you run, which that's dumb. That's way too OP. You don't need to. I don't know. Hopefully that hopefully you didn't would, answer that. You would all and all yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would that uh, just no? I want it far enough so it won't do anything to me. Oh, I said, make it further when thrown. There you go. So and I think that's the easiest answer to fixing it if people do really think that that's going on. So is your drone getting shot down more after the rework? The answer is going to be yes, because more people are playing crypto. Yeah, I've definitely shot down on much more drones than I used than I have before. Well, and they nerfed the damage on it too, so you know it, it it you know it's easier to shoot down. And the last question we had here: Are you able to utilize faster and more effective plays now that the drone has some automation without the drone UI animation? The of course answer is yes. You, that's the whole point in it is that it's it's easier to to do faster plays more effective plays your teammates you know you're able usually what i do is i'll throw it at about a 45 degree angle if i'm pushing players in an open area and i'll be able to catch at least you know those those people i'm pushing if not if they're running away i'm still able to catch them running off i mean it's the drone, it, it can see pretty good distance and it catches it. I mean, it makes it so much easier to fight with crypto. And really what they did was they made crypto a playable character for people that were just having a hard time with him is what they did with this. So with that, let's go into our second to last section before we get into ranked um, is just map changes. Are you happy to see Olympus and KC return to rank play? Um, the everybody said yes to Olympus. There was no no's. And then about half said yes to a little bit over half said yes to Kings Canyon. But a lot of them said, no, we all know. We all know that Kings Canyon, as far as a ranked map goes, it's not there yet. It, it, I think you can, you can Too build it. Third there. parties. Yeah, third parties are horrible. Um, it, the map itself is just small, too small. I know they increased it, whatever. It's still too small. And the area, my problem is the area that they increased it to, like the the ship and all that, is really, it's kind of just out of the way. Oh uh, yeah, it's in a corner where no one goes. Exactly, no one went there before either. Well, people went to artillery. I'll, I'll say that people went to artillery, but the transition from artillery to the new ship area that is a horrible transition yeah. it's not good it was not done very well um if they would have made it to where that whole rock face was taken out 
you literally could just walk into there from artillery. You didn't have to go through that little narrow passageway, not really narrow, but narrow passageway or whatever, um, and get there. I think it would have had a much better reception and it made that area more, you know, popular. I do love spotted lakes as far as a ranked area to fight. I think it looks great. I think that if I think the ability to be able to land pit now and have an overlook on that area is great. Um, I think they really helped the the pit a lot in that map. There's a lot of good changes that came when they updated KC, but even whenever we had those changes and it was being played and ranked, I think in season nine it or 10, it was season, whatever fuse, the season fuse came out. It, it really didn't help it much, but Olympus, I don't, and I don't really know why people are super excited about Olympus. Everybody I talked to, said they really aren't it's either they aren't excited about weren't excited about olympus or now that they're playing olympus they're already tired of it how do you feel about olympus so there i remember leading up to the update there were people that would die over olympus they would i was on tiktok every tiktok on apex tiktok it was just top comment top comments were all bring olympus back bring olympus back we want olympus and I really didn't. I wasn't a fan of Olympus just because of the Hammond Triangle. The whole third party central, yeah. pretty much, is is just pretty much. As soon as you start fighting there, it's over. But now that it's back, I I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, it's uh, every time a map is left and come back, I've I've actually enjoyed it more on the second time it's come back. Yeah, I'm enjoying I, it in ranked. I like it. I I really like Olympus. Um, I think that it is by far one of the most appealing and attractive maps to play. Like you land in KC and the rocks kind of give you depression. It's kind of, yeah, it's like, I'm here world's edge. It's got too many colors. Like it's got a mixture of like every, like a poopy color out there with fire and ice. And then storm point is just a green Kings Canyon. That's a giant hill. I don't know. Oh uh, well, we need to have a podcast here soon where we just give our opinions on all the maps. We just break all the maps down and talk about it because I I definitely just think Olympus is just one of those. It's just a beautiful map, and now it's like a very beautiful looking, map. Yeah, and looking over the edge with the the city there, man. Oh, we can't talk about this right. I'll get too excited <laughs> if they come out with an urban cityscape for the next map. You just throw every other map in the freaking tray. I yeah. love urban fighting. I want so. some old. I want some like uh, Titanfall maps. Some of that. Yeah. Urban mm-hmm. house, urban buildings and stuff. And we know they can do it. We we absolutely know they can do it. So the next question is: Are you satisfied with the current rotation lineup? Everybody loves having three maps. The more maps, the better. We've been waiting for this for a very long time. It, you need to be able to play all maps. Um, and then lastly. Do people love the Olympus map changes? Of course, because everybody said yes to the one before this. Yes, people love it. And then if you have any specific thoughts about the maps and rotation and the changes that weren't covered above, please discuss below. We asked, we always like to get your comments. This person said, F, I was surprised a lot and in a good way. I really love Olympus and think they did a great job with the POIs and new choke point slap. So, one thing I do want to throw out here for anybody that's listening, I am in the works, hopefully, to confirm an interview with the guy that made these changes. Like, I'm talking to him I'm on Discord, and I'm hoping to get him on 
So be looking out for that. I think he did get approval from his team to come on, but I don't want to announce who it is. And I don't want to say, well, I guess, you know, you can figure out who it is. Um, but I don't want to say he's coming on yet, but you know, cross your fingers. We're going to get him on hopefully. And we will talk everything Olympus, all the changes, because I agree. I don't know about you, you know, looking at the map itself, you know, fo- I love how they focused on an area. They didn't try to change the entire area of the map. They focused on, you know, solar ray, bonsai plaza, hydroponics and therm and adding the terminal and phase driver in between and, and giving more conti- continuous land to that area rather than changing part of hydroponics, part of gardens, part of power grid. I think they did very well on, uh, especially transition to Hammond labs before. I mean, the choke to get to Hammond labs was narrow, the choke, uh, and and narrow on every aspect energy depot to get there. There's narrow chokes. Um, the, the wall before you, where you go from estates to Hammond labs, narrow choke, the phaser at the top, narrow choke. This terminal really adds, it really made the south part of the map, which was hurting other than Bonsai. Bonsai was Bonsai's fine. But the south part of the map now is getting a lot of love because Terminal is a really, 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 really good POI. How do you feel? I definitely agree with a lot of what you said there. Um, uh, I'm, try- I'm remembering back to the old Olympus days and that whole area in front of Bonsai was just uh, part of the uh, the rift, right? The, the rift terminal thing. Yeah. It was just a wall there i remember having to rotate up through the left of phase driver to get around to estates and i definitely think that it, it eliminated the uh, whole uh, triangle of death pretty much uh so you can rotate through many more places and uh, i like a terminal because it's very like closed in i like closed in areas so uh it's it's very good to get out of like the open the open scenery between bonsai and hammond mm-hmm. you know great to find yeah. some cover there now instead of a triangle of death just just put a rectangle over top of terminal <laughs> and there's your rectangle of death it's ridiculous um the last thing we're going to talk about here is br ranked so battle royale rank so do you think the updates to the rank system for scoring is good a hundred percent of people said yes it places more reward on higher placement versus kills and i think a lot of people know what this does is it, it the team play is a lot is more is there. And you also have a lot of people not fragging out. Um, you know, the, a lot of these, it's interesting. Cause what I did was I went into some streamers. Uh, I went and talked to a girl that streams for fanatic, um, who's diamond level. I asked a couple of the pro people on, uh, Twitch and the pro people that do great and frag out. They're like, no, it's horrible. Right. <laughs> you have like nice wig and all that stuff. But the girl that I asked, uh, that, doesn't frag out and doesn't and really like you know pl- tries to play as a team she was like oh i absolutely love them it makes people not try to push me as hard i can really i take i can take my my fights aren't so hectic i can think so i mean it this change for people that just care about kills and and know they can just go destroy teams this wasn't a good change for them because it, it lowered your kp all that kind of stuff but for people that really like sitting back playing enjoying the game and not dying to try hards i think it really spoke to that audience and, and it was a plus i don't know how do you feel um i think the the change towards more team play and being reserved is, is a good thing uh I, I haven't noticed very much like change in like 
I still, when I drop 5, 10, 15 kills in a ranked match, uh, I don't really notice too much of, like, a difference with, like, my loss of, K, uh, my loss of, like, endgame RP. I still end with, you know, 201 RP in a, in a single match if I win, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I think that, I don't think they were too drastic. I think that a lot of people are mad about that extra 50 KP that you're not getting. But, I mean, you get it, you earn it back, because anybody that's going to be good at collecting kills is going to be placing high anyway. So, exactly, yeah. it, it does like, you're really not losing much there. Just make sure you get second place, you get 95 yeah. points. It sounds The goal great. is to win, I feel like. not. To, I mean, like, for me, a BR, the goal is to win. Not, I mean, fragging out is a plus, but... The goal at the end is to win the match, I feel like. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I straight agree. Um, and then the last question we're going to cover here tonight is, do you believe the changes in the rank system will yield a dramatically different play style this season? The answer that people put is, no, people appre- may appreciate the placement points, but they won't change their play style to, to, due to it. Um, I'm going to disagree I'm going to disagree big. Like I don't, I I think that there's some people like if you're good, like, like I said, the fragging out people, if you're good enough to push teams and get kills and you're going to, that's what you're good at. And you know, you can succeed. You're not going to change your, your way you're doing it because you, you are, you were already getting first place by doing that. But, but a lot of people I think will be ratting a lot of plays, a lot of, I think a lot of the teams that I fight in lower gold, most of the in-game teams, there's at least one solo ratting in that group of people that we're trying to kill. And they're just trying to get to that third, second, and third, first place spots because it's a lot of points. So I definitely think there's a change. How? What, what do you feel like? From my recent rank play, uh, I have been getting pushed to the the world's end, to be honest. Uh like uh, one game I remember getting third partied by like five teams. We ended up winning the fight, but uh, getting third party that much wasn't, wasn't really fun. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I have honestly played more reserved in general as a player since the change. Uh, I've been more mm-hmm. passive, aggressive. Most of my teammates tend to be more on the aggressive side. But yeah, I, I I have changed my my play style to be more passive. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I definitely agree, man. I I've been a little bit more passive, but I've only been passive when it comes to my rest of my team's down and I'm leaving. I, yeah. But I will push fights and things like that. So with that, if you all want to, like I said, if you all want to check out the results and the responses from the uh, survey, make sure you check the link below, and it'll be there in the description. Um, definitely, if you're interested in answering some of these surveys, letting your voice be heard, we will definitely be posting out shorter surveys. This was a really long survey, um, but they will not be this long. They'll be like our first one where it was like three tabs, maybe two to three questions, five questions on one, um, kind of making highlighting a an area of Apex rather than looking at all the changes. Um, so be looking out for that survey later this week. Um, with that, I guess we'll go ahead and close up the show. We want to thank you for listening. Um, we definitely want you to go check out our link tree. That's linktree forward slash BR underscore broadcast, where you'll find every link we have. We have retired our Instagram and our TikTok. So if you did follow those, I'm sorry, but they're being retired. And the reality behind it is um, as far as social media goes, I run it. So there's really not enough time in the world to do 20 million different types of social media or whatever you say. So 
Um, we're trying to limit it down to Twitter, uh, to Twitch, to YouTube, and to Discord as our main focuses, um, and not really continue on with like clipping videos for TikTok, clipping videos for Instagram, and all that. It'd be great to have those, but it's really not our main focus. We're here to put out audio content to you all. Um, uh, Space, where exactly can people find you as far as like Twitter, uh, Twitch, and even on Discord? So um, I don't really use uh, Twitter, but I do use uh, Instagram and Twitch. You can follow me at Spacey underscore magic on both those platforms. I post a lot of my streaming clips on Instagram and I uh, do streaming about once or twice a week on Twitch. I'm trying to get more active as I progress on my Instagram. But yeah, that, that's where you can reach me. Yeah. And, and of course, if you join our Discord, Space is there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm Space Magic uh, Pound eight eight seven. If you send there me a message, go. send him a message. Let him know what you think. Um, you know, definitely get him on here more. Get him talking about Apex. Um, on, on more content based uh, discussions, uh, focused content. Um, you know, today was kind of a mixed bag of everything, right? We just want to know what everybody thought of season twelve. But we'll be focusing back down next week. Um, you can find me on anywhere you can find broadcast. So on Twitter, that's broadcast and apex legends podcast on Twitch. That's BR underscore broadcast on YouTube. That's broadcast and apex legends podcast. And then on discord, add me geo number four, five, seven, four. I want to play with you. I want to spend time with you. I want to talk to you. I want to have fun. I want to frag out with you. I want to die with you because that's going to happen more than fragging out will happen. So make sure you join the discord, jump into some games with me. I play almost every night for about two hours a night, starting at 9 PM CST. So just hop in with me. Um, or if, you know, we have any pre-shows before the podcast starts, hop in with me, then we'll, we'll play some. Um, also open to play as well. If you send me a message on discord, play some right. And this dude is a plat one player right now, making his way to masters. So, I, I play with him before. I know he's good. I don't even have to like question it. He's good. He's really good. So uh, definitely go Thank play you. with him. And he's a console guy. He's a it, yeah. I'm a I'm console not, player. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about that, but he he's a con. At least it's Xbox, right? It's Xbox, correct? Yeah, Xbox. See, yeah. If you said PS4 or PS5, we wouldn't <laughs> be talking right now. But Xbox is a stuff. I personally, I I have a PS4 only because my kids have a PS4. But if I was to buy myself something, it'd be an Xbox. I love the interface. And the controller is a lot better than the PS4 controller. Um, you can argue with me all day, but it's true. A lot of people that play PS4 buy an Xbox version controller because they know it's better. So we'll just talk, you know, we'll talk about that another time. But with that, why don't you go ahead and please share and rate the show. Not not share, rate the show, but share the show with your friends. And make sure you rate and view us on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Of course, Apple Podcasts is great. Give us the five stars and leave us a review, and we'll read it here live on the show. And with that, we will see you next time on Broadcast. What's up? See y'all later. Hey.